All right, it's been a minute. Lanny and I have been out of town. Coming back this weekend on a bit of a high note after that 3-1 win over Real Salt Lake. They'll be taking on DC United. It's time for a traffic report. So here we are, end of April, Atlanta United, sitting above the, I don't know, uh, what, what do you call it? I don't know, above the playoff line. Came out of that road trip, uh, two draws, a loss, a win. Not too bad. Would have been better to get the six points, but the uh, Montreal Impact game was a little, little rough to handle. Um, obviously, a couple red cards over that whole thing, too. I don't think a lot of fans are happy about that. It doesn't seem a lot of fans are happy about a lot of things. Mercedes-Benz Stadium opening delayed again. Now that Orlando game at the end of July will be played a day earlier on Saturday instead of Sunday at Bobby Dodd. Um, I still think it's going to be a great time. Would have been the best game to open up the stadium with, but, you know, I'm not going to get mad about it. Team's already, and basically immediately already, promised they'd uh, give that discount again for um, that game and potentially other any other games that were not going to be in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Um, the two other first games that they had, uh, they changed the dates. They're going to get pushed back a little bit, but um, they almost promised that it was go- that both those were going to take place in the new stadium. Uh, probably get smushed in a, a midweek game, right? I haven't looked. They might um, even have a bye week that they might fill in instead. But the team's already basically made amends for it. Um, there was a petition online saying that, you know, some people asking for even more of a refund for those games that were going to be in Bobby Dodd, not in Mercedes-Benz. Also, I, I think a season ticket freeze, like price freeze for the next couple years. Um, I mentioned this in an article online I wrote just because... I can understand the frustrations of that, but honestly, I mean, if you've been to a game in uh, Bobby Dodd, like the atmosphere has still been amazing. Um, and again, not I'm not pretending like I wouldn't like to read Mercedes-Benz Stadium also, but the sellouts of Bobby Dodd have been great. They will be a little hot come July, but we were already kind of prepared for that. If, if that's going to be the factor that makes you distrust the front office or lessen your enthusiasm for the team, which basically I think even in this online petition, they basically said, no, we'll follow the team anywhere. Like I don't, then I don't get what you're upset about. Um, Atlanta United's done a lot to, to make up for this. It's mostly, I think a problem just of over promising stadium delays always happen. Uh, would have been much better had they, you know, under-promised, over-delivered, not the case in here. Don't be angry about it. Don't be bitter. Uh, club club is great. The team's been playing really well. It's very exciting. It has other people around MLS talking about Atlanta United and the team. Really, you know, you can have expectations and you can want to ask a lot, but, you know, we've got it very good right now in Atlanta. 
when it comes to pro soccer. And uh, I, I honestly think a lot of more people should be happy about that. Another thing that seems to have bubbled back up to the surface, um, there was a, I'm not even gonna call it a movement. Um, but there's been some voices out there uh, in support of a particular fan who apparently had been banned. Um, and I might already be behind on this because I chose not to keep up with it because I really don't care. Um, I had, I think indirectly addressed this player or this person before who had previously been banned by the team for some unsavory behavior online. Uh, apparently a, a new ban stemmed from a use of a smoke bomb or something. Um, you know, honestly, trouble seems to fo like uh, follow this person. And again, just from the original actions that kind of got him on the radar of the team and the club, um, I wouldn't care at all if he was never associated with the team again. Um, you know, I think this most recent round of support the supporters tried to drum up. Um, you know, they've tried to downplay the original situation a lot and instead have focused on just the one um, use of a smoke bomb, which I, I think some other fans had actually been uh, disciplined by the league and clubs, um, you know, like last year or year before. I think they're kind of using that as a, a lightning rod when in, in actuality I don't think it is at all. Um, you know, in response to, there's been a couple, I think, forums, maybe some people set up some forums or something, kind of like the, you know, let our speeches be heard, we're passionate, all that, and there's a difference for passion, there's a difference between passion and just inappropriateness, um, pushing that line too far, and really just bringing in certain factors that aren't important and don't relate to soccer at all and uh that messaging gets mixed and really shouldn't come together anyway that's all i want to say about that really looking forward to sunday 3 p.m game back at bobby dodd as far as the team goes uh there has also been some talk uh, i think the i did not listen to it the mouse itself talked a little bit about um tito and that probably was also with you know basically his level of production and skills as it relates to him being a designated player. Um, this week we were given the player salaries by the MLS. They release those twice a year. Essentially how much each team is paying each player. It's kind of one of those creepy, weird... I think it... it I don't see how it can affect locker rooms to certain degrees. Um, level of visibility you have into MLS. And, uh, you know, it, it mentioned on there, like... You know, because he's a, a DP, a young DP, uh, Tito only counts uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars against the, the salary cap, but he's compensated well beyond that. I want to say he's around 700000 maybe. Um, uh, Miguelito, Miggy, he's at like $2 million or so. Um, those two guys. Uh, and also... Um, Martinez, Joseph Martinez, I believe, was right over a million dollars. Um, three most highly paid players on the team. Uh, so it, we're really related to 
is he good enough for what we're expecting of him, what Atlanta United is paying him? You know, if you look at raw numbers, the amount of goals and all that, you think, yeah, of course he is. But, you know, in game action, sometimes he's a little slow uh, decision-making wise to kind of play balls in the middle. Maybe doesn't have as great of a touch to go along with the speed he does have. You know, to me, that's like, yes, he's what, 21 years old. Yes, you could maybe expect a player like that to have progressed a little bit farther, but you know, this is the first couple months he's had in a brand new situation. You know the guy has skills. Um, you can make the argument that 21-year-olds in other parts of the world are producing much better, but again, this is a different league. If he was at the skill of other 21-year-olds around the world, he most likely would not be an MLS and Atlanta United would not be able to be getting him for the price they have. He would have been picked up much sooner. I mean, he obviously had enough skill to be noticed by um, the staff in Atlanta. And, you know, he was on the radar of other teams. Um, I believe, like, even Seattle. Um, I don't want to say even Seattle. Atlanta's just as good as Seattle. Uh, including, like, Seattle last year. So, you know, his time will come. What is a soccer player's true prime? 26, 27 years old where you still have that level of fitness and you have a you know, better understanding and knowledge of the game. You know, I'm not worried about it. I think he's producing at a very high level. I, I think any other team in the league would be ecstatic to have a winger like that. So for the rest of the team last week uh, in Salt Lake, um, Julian Gressel was replaced in the starting lineup by uh, Jeff Laurentowitz. Um, honestly, I kind of liked it. it. It had kind of been a different scenario um, earlier in the year. You know, maybe Gressel getting subbed off for a, a veteran presence, um, Laurentowitz, uh, McCann, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I kind of liked it the other way around. And Atlanta had a the, – the score was in their favor to do that. They, they had a lead. Um, you know, they kind of got to – add in a, you know, fresh legs and, and someone who, while maybe has uh, lower downs than a, a Laurentowitz or a, a McCann, you know, he adds that kind of variability and just, um, you know, you know, presence. And, and you saw it in the his assist. Yeah, I believe he did get an assist. And, um, yeah, you know, I would be completely fine if they keep that up. Maybe Tata liked that lineup or uh, that scenario. Um, was also very pleased. Again, didn't end up being great, but back a couple weeks ago against Montreal, um, been very pleased with uh, Anton Walks, the young center back. So I guess he's been in two games now, both for um, one was injury slash red card. Uh, well, no, it was injury because it was uh, Pires left the first game against the Red Bulls. Uh, Walks looked a little shaky in that game. I mean, it's a 19-year-old center back. doesn't matter if he's coming from Tottenham on loan or not. Um, looked a little out of sorts in that game. was kind of part of the, you know, center back pairing that could be blamed for one of those Red Bulls goals. Um, but Montreal, the first five or ten minutes, uh, I got a little worried again. 
he had come in when um, uh, sorry, Perez was you know given the red card late in the first half. Uh, Walks came in to start the second half. You know when they kind of switched the formation around to accommodate for the ten players. And uh, yeah, I mean, first little bit there, I definitely was a bit worried and he really settled into his own um that montreal team was coming full blast that entire second half and i I thought he really held it together you know that last little flick deflected shot thing uh that gave montreal the winner Uh, i'm not gonna blame him for that or really anyone for that matter anyway um otherwise uh martinez obviously was status has been pushed back a little bit 30th this game against DC United was basically the earliest he was going to be available he's not it's okay team's been playing well Uh, it was nice to see Kenwin get some quality minutes and a goal um, against Montreal but yeah excited to see him back in the red and black I think the white shorts though are pretty good luck Uh, we'll see you guys at Bobby Dodd